show music just in case we are. Let's just play the pre-show music. The Dugaholics hey, love this type of thing. The Maniacs. I think we I, just got to keep going with the Dugaholics, no, man. Do that. I'm, uh, I'm blackball. I, we all get a blackball on blackball. See, the more you push That's, back, the more they want it. Exactly. Nope. Buzzamaniacs and the Ness, I think, are we're settling in on that. You, are you nah, combining those? So you know, you're familiar with the Nest, right? Like, I'm familiar. Yes, I'm familiar. Well, yeah, the but they don't call it. You don't buy the Nest. You buy a Nest. What are we talking about? Like those Nest thermostats. I got one in my new part. Mint. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that was apartment. If you didn't, I like to. You know, I'm a millennial. I guess we all are. If we could get some sort of Nest sponsorship, then then I'm, I'm fully on board with. I thought when you said when you said you know what a nest is, right? I thought I was like, I, I'm familiar with nests, oh, anima, well, I, animal nests. I thought for sure you're like, oh, it was that sex dungeon that got nope. shut down. <laughs> you're like, yeah, so let's not name it that. Nope. Buzzamaniacs in the nest though sounds like some sort of it's like Echo and the Bunnymen. It's like a you know. I don't know what that now. I don't know what that reference oh, is. All right, now that is a, a new wave rock band from the '80s. I don't know if they're new wave, but. Their big influence on pavement? Mm. Nah, I don't know. Like, like streets is that, infrastructure? Is that like Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> yeah, I mean, in like the realm of all things that have ever existed, they're very closely related <laughs> in terms of music. <laughs> all right, Dave, we heard from your friend Alan because we've been talking about pickup. Yo, what did my, Alan my say? My friend. Our, our friend. Yeah, our friend. But but your friend first. Yeah, I just yeah. I didn't want to like. Is that sports oh, yeah. despair? No. Who's uh, sports despair? No, 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 no. I'm gonna try to get this picture up that he sports sent us. Sports despair is our friend Clay. Because if you don't, so I keep calling your rec league pickup, and it, it's not pickup. It's it's much more it's much more serious than that. <laughs> uh, it's so we got some pictures from Alan. Here you go. There's the <laughs> league. You can see David. Uh, in the background there. That yeah. looks like it's just a nice yeah, big. nice young Presbyterian man fellowship. <laughs> See how big that's we play at Shirts the Presbyterian church. I don't think that's a it's not a prerequisite for Well for but they're on, on they're the hoping that, you know, you'll be in there, you'll pick up a pamphlet, you'll read the literature, you know, they're like, Yeah, you just play I mean, some ball. That's how they get you in there. I grew up. I do way. belong to I do belong to the church already, but that's just because I got married there, so I had to. I'm glad. Know, uh, I'm glad they put a basketball on the trophy. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't how do, know. How do you know? <laughs> I had someone. Well, I told someone. Uh, I told someone. I won't. I won't name them. But I told someone one time Baltimore. that you know they take the. They take the green jacket from the the people who win the green jackets. They take them and they put them in some trophy case somewhere, right? And they don't get to keep the green jacket when you win the Masters. Right. What? Yeah, not a lot of people know, but you don't it's like kept it. Kept on the ground. Yeah, yeah, it's kept I there. It's kept on the ground, and, correct? It, right. Yeah. And so then this person asked me, well, how do people know they won the Masters? <laughs> but well, that is a good point, though, because you're, no. looking, you're like, I won. I think if Let you me go win, put my green jacket on. You go in your closet, you're like, it's gone. Prove it. Yeah, prove it. Prove it. Prove it, Tiger. It's like a. Well, a it's I like a. Prove it, Phil. It's kind of like a born thing. You thought you won, and then you open your closet, and you're like, who am I? All right. Should we start the show? So, Doug, like, well, one quick thing, like yeah. this whole pickup uh, thing started because of sports despair. I think. You just mentioned an off-the-cuff pickup game. I, I don't think any fault of your own. I, I mean, I, I don't think I clarified 
previously that I was playing in an organized you know, men's rec league. Uh, but now, since we have brought it up, we should, you know, we should shout it's out the moment. Real to me, damn it. Oh, God. Hey, see? Here we go. <laughs> Look, Doug, it's real to me. I don't know. It's like, I, I, guess, I guess Doug's down on pickup. This is the only guy here that doesn't fall. I think that's what we're getting at. We're finding out. Doug little just feels left about, out. Dirty little secret about Doug. He hates basketball. Oh, yeah. my God. So, sorry. I call them my hater blockers. <laughs> All right. Can we, start, can, we, can we talk some Hornets and start this show? Moment. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In a minute, cuz we live. We live. We live. This is Locked On Hornets, your daily podcast on the Charlotte Hornets and the NBA. We are part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Search your favorite podcast app for Locked On to get daily podcast on the NBA, the NFL, golf, and fantasy sports. I'm Doug Branson. We are coming to you live from the Gittimer.com studios here in the heart of the Queen City, B-E-A, beautiful uptown Charlotte. And I am joined by a panel of Hornets experts starting on the mean streets of Cotswold. We've got over the phone, David Walker. Great to be here, Doug. We are, we are most definitely live. We are all the way live. I hope so. I try, uh, we had some uh, weird stuff with YouTube this morning, so we're trying to put these shows out live on mm-hmm. YouTube, so hopefully someone's seeing it. We've got the, we do have the live chat up as well, uh, so if there is someone in the building, you can uh, chat with us and ask us questions and all that good stuff. Also, uh, to my right and screen left, wearing a, a great monk shirt, I think this is the second time. You're like a Simpsons character. You're just going to wear the same thing over and over. This is... I only own one shirt. <laughs> Steve, Bob, Forrest from uh, At The High. I mean, I feel like you're just part of our family, too, now from Locked On Hornets. Yeah, you yeah. adopted me, man. Yeah. And it's, it feels Steve, Bob Forrest. like a real family. Like it's, it's very warm sometimes, and then other times I'm like in trouble. Uh, David yelled at me <laughs> earlier. Um, uh, it's great I'm to be here. <laughs> We've got a lot to talk about. We're going to do some training camp updates. Plus, Steve, you've got something for us. What's coming up from you? Well, guys, I got a, a hot new segment. You know, you said you might be having some issues with the uh, YouTube. We don't know. Um, but yeah. I have a little site that I like to call uh, eBay. I guess everybody likes to call it that. That's yeah. their name. Yeah. For a long time. And, uh, you know, that wasn't an explanation of this segment in any way, but I'm going to leave it there. I'm just going to say it involves eBay. All right. Yeah, okay, yeah. let's talk about training camp. Day two of training camp wrapped wrapped yesterday. And you know what that means for Hornets fans. Injury news. Trevion Graham suffered a left hamstring injury. He had been dealing with soreness in that left hamstring in summer league that would eventually sideline him. This injury could be related to that, and we should know more today. Tough break for Trevion, David. Yeah, man, you hate to hear it from anybody, but especially a guy like Trevion trying to, you know, stick on the roster again this year. Um, and we don't need to start these injuries this early, Doug. It's uh, you're right, though. It's like it's like every year, but you know, everybody's got to go through it, right? Everybody's got to just battle through those injuries. Yeah, I mean, this is it's it's not just I kind of joked that it's a Hornets thing because it feels like every training camp there is some kind of you know nagging injury to someone that leaks into the regular season. Mm-hmm. But yes, this goes across the NBA. Uh, these guys are you know going at a different level than they have been during the summer. Even if they worked out all summer, just getting back into training camp and going at that NBA speed against other NBA players 
tends to do things to the body sometimes. And so, but you're right, it is a tough break for Trevion because, you know, his contract is unguaranteed. It, it snaps in uh, sometime in January. So, you know, he's still fighting for a guaranteed roster spot. And, you know, he yeah. was so aggressive in, in summer league, played so well offensively, said his shot is looking a lot better. You know, it felt like this could be the year that Trevion Graham could steal a few minutes, maybe because, you know, he spent the early part of his Hornets career just being the fill-in guy, that guy that you need every year to come in, not make mistakes. You know, if there's an injury, he I think he started one game. You know, th- that's the kind of guy you need. But eventually for his individual career, he was going to have to at some point step up and say, hey, I can do X, Y, and Z. And I, I felt like this was a year for him, and it's a tough start. Certainly not a finish, but a tough start. Yeah, and it was already going to be a little tougher for him this year with the added wing depth, you know. I mean, Bacon looked great in uh, Summer League, so he had his work cut out for him, kind of, but he did have, he had he showed some potential last mm-hmm. year. That hamstring is one of those injuries, I think, that a lot of times it's hard to uh, contextualize a basketball injury in your head when you're like, this guy's out, he's got platelets in his knee or whatever, I don't know. A hamstring, I feel like mm-hmm. everybody's kind of had that, and that is one of those like nagging, things doesn't sound that serious but it can it can kind of just stay around for a long time um and you can like it's kind of like a dad injury you know your dad gets a mow in the <laughs> oh. lawn you can just get it out of nowhere oh i i thought i thought you were just saying like it was like your dad like leaving or something like that kind of lingering psychological damage <laughs> I, was, he I just know you were exactly I don't, yeah that's a that's quite an injury well you should be back with that pack of cigarettes sad, I, need the, I need the sad me. music for that um, um, I miss him so much, but, uh, <laughs> all right. Dwight Howard also missed part of practice yesterday with soreness in his lower back. Clifford said he did not, uh, do any of the contact parts of practice, which if you know anything about Steve Clifford and the way he runs training camp, that's pretty much most of the practice. He's big on guys going five on five a lot early to build conditioning and get acquainted quickly. And so missing out on that yesterday was Dwight Howard with his past issues with back problems, guys, is this a big concern for you? Yes. Yeah, I think so. I think so. How can it not be? You just mentioned it in the past issues he's had. Um, and we know all the training and like off court, you know, um, cross training he's done uh, to build up to the season. Um, you don't want to have Dwight Howard hurt. If he's hurt, all this talk about potential and what he could do for the team and what he can change is obviously out the window. He's got to be on the floor to be effective and he's got to be able to move around too. I mean, um, we mentioned, uh, you know, in that article, he, he talked about um, his time with the Lakers and when he tried to come back maybe too soon and push himself too hard. So from that standpoint, maybe they're being cautious with it, but yeah, I mean, any injury with Dwight Howard, a player that big at his age, this late in his career is, a bit concerning. So uh, they want to treat that one with kid gloves, I think. Yeah, this all started back in 2012 when he was still in Orlando. He had microsurgery to repair a herniated disc in his back. He was then that summer moved to the Lakers, and a lot of people thought he was rushed back onto the court or maybe he rushed himself back onto the court because of the pressures of of playing in L.A., You know, finally moving out of Orlando, and, and it seemed to complicate matters for him that season. But I I will say this, back in 2015, when Dwight was tuning up for the season with the Houston Rockets, he tweaked his back and had this to say, quote, anybody that knows about sports and playing a lot of basketball, you use your hips and your legs a lot. And unfortunately for me, Mm -hmm. I use mine more than most people. 
Just my hips and everything got tight from doing a lot of work and working out all summer, and it's different than training camp work, so my body just reacted to it. It's not anything structurally wrong with my back. So there have been past indications that that this this can happen to him, and, and you know, lower back issues have been a, an issue with him in the past, but it's not all, all necessarily meant that that he was going to be, you know, uh, injured throughout the rest of the season. Yeah, and uh, you know, he, he said that uh, a lot of people don't. Know. So I should say, David and I are as basketball players. I'm going to look up how he did in 2015. Uh, David and I would know about that, obviously. Um, Doug, maybe not so yep. much. That's but. fine. I, you know what? I offered the outsider perspective. That's my. That's, that's my role. It's an important role. No, it's but yeah. To your point, I mean, the narrative about Dwight is always attitude stuff, but really, I mean, the the, the drop off. If you're producing. He he was such a force athletically, and uh, it, that was a large part of his game early on. And and that more than anything is is uh, what's responsible for his drop off. I think so. That is that really hurts. You know the the prospect of I was I, I was one of the people you know really anticipating a bounce back season for him. And if the back thing is there, I mean that's that's tough. Uh, I don't see really. Do you guys see that? See him like. Coming back healthy, if if you already have a tweak back before the season starts, well, that's what I'm saying. So in well, 20, 2015, yeah. he played 71 games. He averaged uh, for Houston. He averaged 13.7 points, 11.8 rebounds. So I think he's been through this before. That's why I say for now, I would not be terribly concerned. But I think it, you know, it, it sort of signals that that overall concern, which is not only you know can he stay healthy through this this season. But uh, can he reclaim some of that that athleticism that that made him such a force? Yeah, yeah, Doug, that's a, that was a good pull that information you had there because it sounds like from what he said back then, right? That say he was working kind of like a different area or a different muscle group, right, with the cross training, and then when you get into basketball, it's just a different type. It's just a, which it is. I mean, if if you run up and down and you're jumping, mm-hmm. this is inside basketball right here, Doug. Um, I got, you, I got you there. Wait, wait, group. you wait, hold on, hold on, yeah, hold on, thanks. hold on, hold on. You let me write this down. You run and you yeah. jump. You yep. got to put both of them down there. Yeah. Put both of them yeah, yeah, down. You got to do both. If, I get it. Okay, go the, ahead. Move on. But, but, but that's what he's saying, right, Doug? Like this is just something that kind of popped up because he wasn't necessarily using those muzzles in the same exact way. And eventually, like you said, he played 71 games. I mean, over the course of his career, I think he's only played less than that twice. So he's been fairly durable over the long run. And hopefully that's what this is. Like, or, like he's just getting – his body's getting used to playing basketball as opposed to, you know, whatever martial arts training he was doing. So hopefully hopefully that's what that is. One thing to add this. Do you, this is a thought I was working on. Do you guys think Cody <laughs> Zeller is – no, for real. This is yeah. an article idea. Do you think Cody Zeller is the best backup center in the NBA? Well, I'd have to take a look, but I think off you know, don't, Doug, off you don't the have dome, time. off the dome. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, he'd be. In, I think he'd be in the top three for Confirmed sure. Confirmed, one hundred percent, Doug Branson. Right. You heard it right there. But I've no, got, but I, I'm saying so. It's it's yeah. it's okay. I mean, we're good with Cody in the lineup, so yes, I'm okay with yes, that. But I feel like one of the strengths of this team was going to be the fact that Cody Zeller played off the bench. That you know to add to the and, depth and, and yeah, yeah go and, yeah and that they, they and sorry and that they both could kind of monitor their minutes by playing off each other you know what I mean so yeah. they could they could split those minutes and not not get that wear and tear because I mean let's be honest both of them could use 
maybe a few, a few fewer, less, fewer. Well, they're both starting fewer. centers. I think that's the thing. If you, if you have to have a guy injured, like we sure. saw what happened last year when Cody, who missed a bunch of games, it's like it, if no you're going to have nagging now. injuries, we have two good yeah. to great starting centers. I've, uh, I've got some exclusive sound here from Dwight Howard commenting on, on this injury. Are you ready for this? Yeah, let's hear it. Exclusive. Well. Exclusive. I don't know. Why would, sometimes this plays and sometimes this doesn't. I don't know. Y'all, what's up with computers? You guys. Are they going to take over You or guys not? know anything about computers? I don't know if they're going to take over. Um, All right. I thought you like were just going to play well, something going, I, ow. No, it was Dwight Howard saying, I'll be back in the Terminator voice that he did. At oh, because of his back. Uh, yeah, well, a little hey, poor live, taste. live viewers, enjoy this because this is getting cut from the podcast. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> hey, here's, here's a serious point, though. Dwight has been the type of player since 2012. Here's what we know. He's been the type of player to play through pain. I don't expect him to play all 82 games. I don't expect him to come out of the other side of this season pain-free or even injury-free. But he does play through pain. Now, some that covered him in Atlanta last season believe that part of the reason he didn't get the minutes he wanted in the playoffs is because the season-long wear and tear had rendered him ineffective. So, I'll just say this. While I'm not all that concerned at this moment about this particular injury news, Certainly that season in Atlanta is sitting firmly in the back of my mind. So the question that I have for for you two gentlemen, what's the ceiling for this team if Dwight Howard is is sort of uh, the second coming of Roy Hibbert and is oh physically unable? Oh, well, just Jesus. I'm just saying he's physically unable to achieve even a portion right. of his past success. Can they still make the playoffs if that happens? Go ahead, Dave. Yes, if, if if there's like zero other injuries and Cody Zeller stays healthy the whole time, I mean, I just think being in the East will help them. Um, they they almost did that last year, so I mean, it's a very similar team. Obviously, going to be tougher, but and look, I don't think that's realistic. I mean, clearly they've had injuries every year, so like if you're saying Dwight Howard is the only guy that gets injured and misses any significant time, sure, I think they could probably still sneak in, but. Um, you know, I don't think that would uh, that's going to play out that way. Yeah, I mean, if yeah, definitely, we should have made the playoffs last year. If Cody was healthy all last year, I mean, we had the same issues. So, yes, yeah. I will, it will be a major disappointment if we don't make the playoffs. Whether or not Dwight, I mean, Dwight, if Dwight misses the whole season, honestly, like that's going to be a big, big time letdown. Especially because the there's this whole man. I got to find another word than narrative, but. <laughs> Everything hashtag narrative. Everybody has already like set this up. All the national writers, they're like the East, uh, boo, and it's like, yeah. All right, well, they're still the best basketball players in the world, and some of them are in the East, and but it's (laughs) we're going to get dogged if we don't make the playoffs. Uh, Mouthman is listening along. Double M fifteen here saying, "I'm watching. What up to the nest?" Mouthman. Double M fifteen. He loves the nest. Dougaholic from day one. Shut up. Yes. Uh, He's he also (laughs) says that yeah, if. Dwight is injured, it puts the team closer to eighth, the eighth seed. I agree with that. And I, and I yeah. think, yeah, it sort of takes them out of cont- – it certainly, I think, takes them out of contention for a championship, for a home first play, you know, first round playoff series. I would home, say home advantage. out of the championship as well. And a fully healthy Dwight also gives the team some added dimensions uh, that they didn't necessarily have last year. Here's Cody Zeller yesterday after practice on that. You know, he's a rim protector. He's uh you know, it's such a big presence in the paint that, you know, he can kind of get away with uh, covering for different guys. So, 
pick and roll coverage might be a little different with him. And then, uh, you know, on the offensive end, like you said, he's just so wide that a lot of easy duck-ins for paint catches, um, easy buckets in transition. So uh, I think he definitely helps us. Yeah, I think the easy buckets in transition is interesting. I think that's another element that he can give because he's the kind of guy that, and Steve Clifford said this at media day, he's the kind of guy that's going to, guess get offensive rebounds, but also get back on the you know, get back on the other end uh, and and start offense, and he's not afraid to run the floor. You wonder if those back issues could possibly hinder that if they continue. But again, for now, all we know is that he just missed one practice. So we just sort of laid out our concerns there. If the injury does linger or turn into any anything more serious, it will once again be Cody Zeller who comes to the rescue for this team. Can I ask you guys this? Does this is this one of those things where we just have more information now? There's more social media. There's more coverage. Doug is getting more scoops. But I feel like there's been Scoop. a— Two scoops. I feel like there's been, like, every week, there's just, like, a little injury here or there to somebody. It's training camp. Is I'm that telling, just I'm every telling, year? I'm, I think guys are revving their bodies up, and, and this just tends to happen, Is I it about like. setting expectations, kind of? They're like, look, these guys are dinged up. I mean, Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't think there's any. I think he just. Steve Clifford was just telling who was who sat out of practice. I, I just feel like there's been more like bomber news this year than than most. With I don't know injuries. what I'm doing with my life. That's, You're I, a bummer. That's Talking a, about dads leaving and they do sometimes. <laughs> Look, that's life, buddy. Hey, let's all right. Let's do something positive and toss to Steve Bob here for this new segment. Uh, oh, you know what? I am going to have to Steve, tell us what this segment's about, and then we'll roll the music because I got to load it. Okay. Well, as you guys will hear, the music explains it all. This is a, a track from my personal collection, hand selected. Okay, I wrote this, arranged it, put it together. It's about eight seconds. Doug's going to have it for you guys pretty soon. Yeah. It is Stretch. largely, Stretch. it has a lot of similarities to a famous Christopher Cross song. Yes, that is true. However, it's I've got it. parallel thought, guys. Steve up, looking for deals and haunted stuff on eBay this week. Wow. What's yeah. on eBay? Well, I spent a lot of time on the jam and so you didn't got nothing. Prepare- no. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually not um, me. A lot of people think that that was <laughs> Christopher Cross. Thank you. Um, my shout out to my buddy Christopher. Yeah, we got him. We got him in the studio. Wow. Um, Big pull. Of, Big pull. Like, the guy loves wearing backwards clothes. Um, <laughs> guys. <laughs> So what what I do here is uh, I'm, yeah put them on the screen. I'm let's, a big old you know goofball, and I just like going on eBay and and looking up Hornet stuff. And there's a lot of absurd junk out there. So what I thought I'd do is just throw a couple items out for you guys to get ready for the season. You want some new gear? Maybe you want to get the worst possible gear. And uh, some of these are cool though. So I have a, two cool ones, you know, and they get a certified cool. We'll have a stamp next time, but go ahead. What is this? Can you tell I'm making this up off the top of my head? Yes. And then the other ones will get a, um, what, like a Judge Randy. Be like, right, it's a no for me, dog. A little pitchy. <laughs> so um, up first, we have this men's vintage champion Charlotte Hornets blank mesh jersey 48. Sounds like a lot of info. Also looks just like a teal colored jersey. Okay. So they're they're selling this for 150 bucks. Uh-huh. That's a buy it now. You know, that's a little aggressive. I'm Kemba Walker, and I approve this message. All right, cool. Thank you, Kemba. Um, 
So this thing, uh, let's see, just you got to go to the the, the um, descriptions for these is where mm-hmm. the real gold's at. All right. So this guy says up for grabs. All right. It's anybody's jersey at this point. Uh, vintage men's champion, Charlotte Hornets, blank jersey. Mm-hmm. Also, just that's also known as just a teal jersey. Um, please. So there's nothing. Can I see the picture again? Please refer to the pictures. Is his next thing as if? Yeah, let's let's see the picture. Okay, that's all right. You know, that's just like a a Hanes tank, right? With some color on it. Um, but he does say, please refer to the pictures in case you were about to spend one hundred fifty dollars sight unseen. Um, then he goes a hundred percent authentic. I can't can't argue that, right? Yeah. I mean, that's like this. Here's a sandwich, hundred percent authentic. Now I'm worried. What is this? Why, why would you throw that in? Then he ends it, says, thank you for viewing. And then two of the like grimacy face guys, you know, the guys that are like, yeah, that's the wrong emoji. It's the wrong emoji. Thanks you for don't viewing. Use, ah. Yeah. The one with the teeth, Ooh, all no, the teeth. My bad. Oh, <laughs> this is a joke, right? Did you put this up on here? I didn't. It's $150. $150 for a, a Charlotte Hornets blank mesh. This feels like somebody like ganked this from like a practice it's jersey. Look, it's an unfinished jersey. And here's, let's look at what a finished product should look like. You can't prove, yeah, but you can't prove to me that that previous picture is supposed to be that. I can, Doug, and here's how. He said 100% authentic. <laughs> All right. It's, yeah. That's a real thing, baby. No. A real what? Exactly. No, the emojis gave it away. Now, have you ever in your life seen a Tony Bennett concert? No, you haven't. He's before our time. But have you seen a Tony Bennett jersey? Also, no. Classic 90s backup PG TB, Tony Bennett. Tony Bennett. Vintage. Currently, vintage. Do you remember this guy? He puts Virginia Cavaliers in there just to get that sweet SEO. Right. So anybody looking for uh, a jersey of the head coach of a college? Right. Is he even the mm-hmm. he's the Virginia head coach? Yeah. All right. That Still, checks out. Yeah. That well, checks out. We'll, we'll find out. We'll, we'll see what the FBI has to say about that. Um, I just thought that was cool. <laughs> 95 bucks. Weird price. What do you guys? But can I can I pause just one second? Oh, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. Can can we just comment on this college basketball thing for two seconds? Oh, please. What do we? Just Perfect real timing. quick, David. What were your thoughts when you heard that the FBI was kicking down the doors of college basketball programs? Oh man, I uh, was surprised that the feds were involved in that. I think G um, man, interesting and. Yeah, that's my um, that's then, that's my whole thing, David. Like, w- I'm not shocked <laughs> that any of the any of the allegations, the oh, the no. pay for play, oh, God, essentially no. the 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 shoe companies being involved and and you know getting these guys gear and setting them up with financial advisors to to get them to the next step. Are you saying none of that surprises me? Yeah, there's been some uh, under the table, some wink, wink, some nod, nod. Right, we've all been like, we've all been laughing about that for years. And and all I'm all I'm surprised by is that the feds were just kicking down doors all of a sudden, and and, and saying, oh yeah, I guess this is illegal. I mean, yeah, this investigation's well, probably been going on for a long time. But look, when you when you prohibit something, whether it's prohibiting players from making money or you prohibit uh, players from going to the NBA for one year. You you set up. This is where mobs started because of prohibition mm-hmm. of alcohol. Mm-hmm. 
Whoa. You you Whoa. you look. Organized yep. crime is created from not allowing people to economically prosper. Yeah. So this thing's ninety five bucks. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> sorry, I just hijacked your segment. No, I, I was. I thought that would be a funny thing to say while you're passionately going in on. It. Shoot. I, well, I told you yesterday. It just. It sounds like David. Do you think they just got a like it popped in a VHS of blue chips and they were like, "What? What's going on here?" They're like, "Wait a second. Wait a second. These What's, guys actually are real people. That's Shaquille O'Neal. I'm picturing these like guys they, yeah. in a room since 1986, and they're like, they let's, 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 see, yeah, let's see where this thing's going. They just, they, the and FBI they just arrested for Nick the Nolte for, no, for, for just being part of Blue Chips. Well, it's like, Nick look, Nolte. It's four, it's four assistant coaches of D1 basketball, and also just go ahead and pick up Nick Nolte. We're no, not sure what he did yet, but just go ahead and pick no him up. No stranger to being arrested. The mugshot. Yes, the, the mugshot. mugshot. What you get from when you're arrested. I feel you know what's funny? That was so that mugshot of Nick Nolte with the crazy hair was so pervasive. Um but I it didn't it come sort of before social media. And mm, yeah. Yeah, so think about how pervasive that is to us, but think about how many things have buried that in in, in people's I mean there's just so much there's so many memes there's so many, I just, it's exhausting. Well, now, you just got an interesting thing. I know we're really off t- topic now, yeah. but this is really interesting to me nah. that, that what internet memes will like, you know how things are like, oh, these people, these kids I don't. I still remember Dancing Baby. But these, like, you're like, these kids, Dancing Baby is a classic. <laughs> these kids, <laughs> Alec McBeal, uh, Fox uh, on Wednesdays. Uh <laughs> But you know, you're like, these kids, they don't even know uh, the strokes or something. And then. That's going to be funny when we're like, you don't know Dancing Baby? That one's really old. If you don't know... Uh, peanut, peanut butter jelly time? You don't know peanut butter jelly time? Yeah. And they're going to be like, no, right. I'm 11. Why are you talking to me? And You're I a stranger. Have, I have seven arms because we're post-nuclear apocalypse. And I'm going to be like, well, I, I'm going to beat you in pickup. That's why I'm here. <laughs> All right, buddy? Stop crying. <laughs> Okay, let's see one more Hornets item, then we got to oh, get out Only here. one more? All right, yeah. then I'm going to go with the, the gold, all right? Here's the gold, guys. If you really, this is something I would totally buy if I could pull it off. Um, it is $100, and it is a full warm-up suit, jacket, okay. and pants. Yeah. Look at that, dude. See, I believe that this is an Fire actual, talker. not like that blank jersey. This. this is an actual item. You know how you can tell the authentic, all right, here's my two Factor authentication system. Hornet's logo right there. Boom. Right there. You see on, it? Right. On right. the belt strap. Look at where I'm oh, zooming zoom. out. Oh, nice. That's a good. Oh, my now God. Look at there. this. this NBA logo. Now, those are that's two forms of. Uh, of two forms of ID. Sure. Yeah. ID. Look at this. Now, you could pop this thing on. You could give, mm-hmm. you know, a judo chop to mm-hmm. the neck of, uh, you know, Batum and just pop uh, right on the bench. No one's going to know. Don't do that. No one's going to know. Yeah, they're gonna think they're gonna be like, "Who's this hey, guy?" Hey, Doug. On classic night, you have to do it on classic night. One of the it would three look games. weird if you're Doug. just wearing that when they're wearing the new jerseys. Yeah. Yes, David. I don't want to create more work for you, but you think you could throw these links, you know, out in either the description or or maybe like post them on Twitter. So, oh maybe, yeah, yeah, like we'll get all of these links. A... Yeah, we'll get all of these links I mean, in the show notes. There's okay, gotta okay. be links. I mean. Yes, my description is very good, and people don't need to see him. Well, because I'm right. so good at painting. My mind's picture. eye is clear. <laughs> yeah. Did no. you not? You can see this, David, right? I mean, I could. Oh, you're um, on the phone. I, yeah, that's right. I'm on the phone. Yeah, like well, you're a, a good grandpa. judge. You're, you're like our podcast judge. Like, how interesting is this to listen? To? 
You're our judge, Randy. I, I hung. I actually hung up five minutes ago. So. <laughs> All right. Well, listen. We'll, we'll post the links on on the show notes. Um, uh, this has been. I'm going to play the music again. Yeah. This has been. I think we can also, it, Are we naming this segment? I think we can just say for now that it was a smash success. What is the name of this segment? Steve Bob's. I don't know, man. It's the song. I got the song. Play the song. Yeah. So that's uh, again. I do did have a name. I forget about it. So that's Dougaholics. That's just the name uh, <laughs> for every segment I produce. Okay, here was the ex- before we go. Here, here is the exclusive sound from Dwight Howard uh, commenting on his injury. And I'll be back. There it is. That's what I wanted to play. Well, you got to take him at his word. You nailed it. Okay. Yeah. This has been a. You nailed it. This, this is a wild a fun, show. It's been a fun show, though. It's been a lot of fun. Hope, hope someone learned something out there. You got to throw a silly one in every once in a while. I learned that from Looney Tunes. Thanks so much for listening to Locked On Hornets here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Hornets. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, wherever you get your podcast. Just search for Locked On Hornets. Shoot us your Hornets questions and thoughts to buzz buzz at LockedOnHornets.com. And watch us live on YouTube. Starting to get these things up here. If you want to see the pictures of the Steve Bob eBay segment, then then you can check it out right now on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash locked on hornets. For David and Steve, I'm Doug. Go Hornets, go America. Let's swarm sharp. Steve Bob, looking for deals on Hornets stuff on eBay this week.